It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in and welcome to the UPX podcast, folks. My name is T Davis. I am filling in for Too Stupid to Win tonight on a very special episode, and I'm joined by no one other than the prestigious Thank Me Later. How you doing today, T Mountain? Oh, I'm doing great now that you're the host. I mean, I'm sure we'll go into it. Well, I mean, for this episode, obviously, uh, Tuesday we'll be back for the next one. But dang, I can't. Last minute, getting called up, like, he's got notes, he's so prepped, it's unbelievable. Like, is this what a podcast is supposed to be run like? <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to have some words with Too Stupid when it gets back. Uh, I I appreciate all that. I, I'm glad I was able to get some time before um, 8.30 p.m. Central here to, to get some notes together so we can bring the audience a uh, fantastic show. We have a special guest today that we'll get into uh, a little later, but Brett Gerber uh, with the hard G will be joining us uh, in a little bit. But before we get started, I wanted to just mention that this is episode 72 and the views, information and opinions expressed of the UPX podcast are solely those of myself, TML, too stupid to win, BDAG, and any guests of the podcast do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Upland Me. We are not employed nor or provided insider information from the Uplander team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research. Dang, look at that. <laughs> so good. So tell me, tell me, TML, what uh we had a lot going on since the last time you and I talked on this podcast. Oh. Jesus, man, there's Dude, like man. seven more cities since then. <laughs> Right. Like, the last time we talked was like SF Vanilla. Folks. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Man. So much going on. Um, it seems like every podcast that I'm doing where I'm talking about a new city opening up, uh, I, I don't have numbers for them yet. Like it's the, it's the premiere episode for numbers for a city. And it uh, looks like this Sunday uh, we'll be doing BDAG and I will be doing that again because Chicago is opening what, uh, yeah. Tell me what you think about that. Well, I think the audience is saying your mic is low. So just as a side note, we are recording live. We actually have a huge audience today. Shout out to everyone who's joining. We'll probably do some, some calling of names. Please be sure to update your Zoom uh, name for what you want to be called out as because I will randomly select and mispronounce names, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, Chicago coming out, which is going to be awesome. Um, it was supposed to be what today? Wait, so it's it's not tomorrow? Well, so it was always. And let, let me ask the audience while while I have their attention. Is that is that sounding any better, audience? No, it is not. No. Okay, this happened once before, so I think we might have to just cut this. <laughs> And we're back. My apologies, folks. A little bit of technical difficulties there. While we are away, TML and the audience were talking about the upcoming release of Chicago, the minting of the plane terminals, and what it's like to land rush when there aren't any nearby properties to send to. 
TML, what was it like when they released the highly desirable properties in San Francisco? I remember when the museums launched. Okay, there was a second round of museums. And so if you look, I have the, the um, Disney Museum that's in the middle of a park. I spent two days practicing the send. So I bought a property that was close and it was, it was a 30 minute journey. And, and that's if your Explorer didn't kink at all. I did it probably 50 test runs to get the exact angle to know where I needed to be and then pre-time it. So, okay, 30 minutes before the launch, I needed to have my Explorer on a trajectory so that at the second it was open, I could do it. And just like, like the plane terminals, same thing. You had to figure out what, how long is it going to take you to travel? Like people are like, oh, I couldn't insta send. And oh, like, well, did you try any other strategy? Because <laughs> a lot of the people like didn't deplane, which was genius. So when right, you yeah. land, like I almost flew back and did that because I deplaned and I was like, oh, damn, I should have. That's waited. exactly what I did. I, I still missed it, yeah. but that's exactly what happened. Uh, I landed, uh, realized I didn't have enough sends to stay in Chicago through the rest of, uh, you know, the release, flew back to JFK and then stayed in the, in the bunker or the hangar or whatever, didn't deplane. Uh, speaking of three, though, Big Nick, Big Nick got three Chicago plane terminals. But those were, I want, I know for a fact, at least one of them was a secondary second. market. And actually it was like third sale. Cause I think there was an original owner and then it went to at least one other person and then to big Nick. So yeah, he's got the monopoly on that. Uh, our Dizzy Disky, our, our very own, uh, Pod, UPX podcast fan he got two of his own and EH0405 also grabbed two so we got Dizzy, are, those, are those first hand or second hand those are first damn was that the second wave or did one you in each. one in each All right, yeah. and contrary to a lot of opinion on discord there was a lot of planning as you said that went into it yeah, like that's what like once and, and all the people who are complaining now, the next big release, you're going to know some of these strats. You're going to listen to some of these podcasts. You're going to watch some of these interviews like you're going to know, um, you know, what to do for the next time. Like I can tell you right now, the people who were there for the vanilla Manhattan launch, the bubble launches are going to have an advantage tomorrow when Chicago launches because they know what to look for. They know how to do it. They know what when to buy a strategic jump property. Like there's all kinds of things. Conserving your sends, making sure you have enough sends, understanding the game mechanics. Like the terminals ran out of visits. Yeah, That's no different. That's to me, that's no different than if you get in a top shots line and they randomly assign you and you're a thousandth in queue, like you're not gonna get it or whatever, a million in queue. To me, it's the same damn thing. Like, yep, there's a, a certain number of sends that's available for that particular area at that particular time. Once they're gone, they're gone. That's a game mechanic. You need to plan accordingly and don't just go, oh, well, the game's broken because you didn't accommodate for me not planning. Like, you weren't going to get it anyway. <laughs> like, the likelihood of you getting it against 100 other people who are way better that like doing this, like they planned it. That means they had the, they were ready for that captcha. That captcha thing gives me heartburn, though, man. I can't do it. I don't know. Like I get so stressed. So has anybody 
in the audience gotten gotten the one gotten more than a one click capture or are you getting the one click captures every time and and do you know the difference what I'm what I'm talking about when I say one click capture it's where you don't get the pictures freaking bakersfield is a nightmare like right. if you try to get after about 10 or 15 properties if you want on to like number 20 I can guarantee I got the capture right and I just kept saying nope try again yeah. try again try again yeah yeah that's interesting. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I get it. You know, we, we don't want the bots in the game, et cetera. Um, but I, I do feel like there's got to be a middle ground somewhere there. But Right. I, I spoke to Stu Stupid. Um, I know that we uh, had mentioned staying in the, the uh, terminal and not deplaning. Um, that's how he scored one of the terminals. He just, he hung out, he said, till about maybe 15 seconds before it was due to to release and he was fortunate because you didn't know which set of terminals would open or where you would arrive in so there was some luck involved i know that the discord was uh pretty upset about multiple you know terminal acquisitions but you know these guys put a lot of strategy and and thought like you said into it but i mean if you look i mean like I don't know half these people. Like, I mean, I've heard right. of Eddie a little bit. Eric, obviously, Eric P. Martin, but like Eric P. He's just a hustler. He's just out there doing his grind. Like he ain't right. You know, I sell 007 new bits. Like bits is you know uh, again he's around. He's got the awesome taco cat. But like, <laughs> like dude, like there's a bunch of people. Blue light Vandalock. Like because on the flip side, I go, dude, I've been playing this game. Right. Like dedicated and I didn't get a terminal. I was there with six million in the bank, like waiting to buy something the second it was open. Like, but that's that's the game. So like I, I don't know. Like they act like all these pros got it, but I can guarantee for every pro that's on that list, there was ten that didn't get one. Like right. that's just how it works. Like Right. And we have a few terminal owners in the audience tonight also. I'm looking at this list. Mixplick, uh Stearns got one. Uh, Jones isn't with us, but we all know Jones and uh, San Yika is the Grand Station, Grand Central Station terminal owner. Now, also, I think he has a terminal of some sort in every city now. Really? Yeah, he he's got a lot. He's collecting them. That's good. That's uh, interesting. And Jigo, of course, Jigo player. We all know. Oh, and Sturs, Sturs got two, he's saying. Did I miss one? Well, no, but I think he sold one. Ah. Yeah. That's but, fantastic, Sturs. Nice work, man. Yeah. So, I mean, those were definitely good properties of love. I saw some selling. They were minting for one five, and immediately somebody in Gen Chat's like, I'll sell it for two. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Sold. But then... Like if somebody sold like two for two point five, I mean that's you make a million, you made a thousand dollars. Like that's right, yeah. Good. Right before Chicago, because I mean, I won't dog on on terminals too much because I think they're a good investment from a from a holding. Like I think that they're a high visibility property, but the way that the current setup is with the sends and everything, it ain't like you ain't raking in the money like. They were promising some profit share from the, the tickets, which we've right. never seen, which has never come through, which would make it more profitable. But honestly, they're not part of a major collection. 
they're a heavy capital investment and you're not really making that much more on sense really like you might get spikes here and there but you're not making your money back you're way better off in my opinion like if you're talking like interest like buying into a red collection like spending sure. 1.5 on you know three freshly minted 2.5x you know interest properties is going to pay you uh, a pretty good dividend versus an airport from an interest perspective but obviously from a long-term holdings and uh uh, I think an overall guaranteed value, like you're always going to be able to sell that for a profit. Um, I, I, I would agree there 100%. As you know, speaking of collections, the best you're going to do is, is put it in your city pro. So 1.4, you know, at, at best, we just saw those old town gems uh, get auctioned off at 1.5 and they're a 2.7 X multiplier. So there's a pretty significant difference from a, an investment and return perspective there yeah yeah i i don't i'll be honest i don't really like the way like auctions to me you should set the value of the property do the auction but i really don't like putting the mint price at the sale price i i just don't think i i think it's too incentivizing for someone to just drop a load of money on a property because they'll get a massive markup. Like it's guaranteed interest. Now, if you say this is a 10 million, million UPEX property, buy it for as much as you want. But then I think that that helps balance things out a little bit because you know these, these properties that are making millions of UPEX now a right. month, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that myself. I would prefer a set value and then auction it and then people can pay 2x for it if they really want it, but then they're not making ridiculous interest on it. Um, I just think that that's a little, un to me, that's a little unbalanced. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge fan of the Old Town Gems being the most valuable collection properties in the game right now, pretty much, right? Because they're ultra rares that minted at 1.5 million. And, you know, I, I don't, Maybe I'm not remembering. I, I would imagine, I guess, some of the museums in San Fran oh, yeah. are, are well past that. But as of recent memory, that's pretty significant, you know, Yeah, and for I mean, Fresno. Yeah, there really wasn't anything in Fresno. And the, the thing about the Manhattan um, yellows and things, like they all had uh, the pre-upswear right. because there was vanilla. So you're, you're going to see those. I mean, they're great, they're great value, but right. you're not getting that mass interest because they're minted so cheap um, that you, you just don't get. When, when you put a wall street next to an old, old town gem, it just kind of seems a little silly, right? When you look at. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, those are the kind of things that are, I mean, the interesting thing is like, we're building this world. Like these are going to be the small niche things. Like for those who know San Francisco financial district, there's like six, six financial district properties that their value per up square was pre <laughs> the markup, like, cause they were bought in vanilla mode. And so their, their interest that they earn per the size is, 
is vastly different than the rest of them. So there's going to be a lot of these really interesting niche markets where players that have been around, now you guys know, like these old town gems, they're going to be very different than some of the Manhattan style properties or Wall Street. And that's going to go into, you know, strategy on how you maybe market them or, or buy them yourself. So I think that that's kind of cool, whether you like it or not. It's like, that's part of the lore now. Like that's part of the, the metaverse of Upland. That's right. So tell me, where are you going to be tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific? I mean, wherever my explorer is, <laughs> like, um, I'll definitely be grabbing um, a couple properties. Um, I, have, I didn't do any research on Chicago. Um, I got to find out my aunt lives in Chicago. So, like, okay. I'll be honest, like, this is the first opportunity for me to potentially buy a house um, that I've been to, which is kind of cool. So I got to get her address. I might try and grab her house, um, which would be cool. But uh, there's a lot, know. there's a lot of Upland players from Chicago. I, I remember when I first joined you guys on the podcast um, back in like December or whenever, too stupid to read from the numbers uh, of the listeners. Right. And, and for the U S it was Chicago, like week over week over week. And uh, that's going to be pretty cool for them to potentially not, you know, buy their places of employment, buy their, buy their homes, buy their friends' homes. Um, man, I wish, I wish it were Austin or, or, or for you, maybe Dallas, you know, Cincinnati, man, yeah. I, you know, I live in Dallas, but my, all my, all the places I would buy would be Cincinnati. I got all kinds of little places I'd buy up there. Um, Cleveland's coming. Cleveland's crap. There's a reason it's a tier two city. Although, <laughs> although Cincinnati's probably going to be tier two as well. So um, if it ever comes in, as long as they don't make it a tier three, that, that'll that hurt me personally. I'll be like, damn, how are you going to do us like that? You just want to, yeah, buy graders. Damn right. You and Oprah buy some graders. <laughs> so tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific, which is the 4th of June, Friday, they're going to be opening up 50 properties in the Lincoln Park neighborhood as part of a stress test. Um, if all of that goes well, at 10 a.m. Pacific, they will release the first wave of properties in vanilla mode, meaning they're just going to be the, the base price. There will be no collection multiplier on them. Whatever the neighborhood base price is will be multiplied by the UP2 size and That'll give you your mint price. They're going to release 50% of the properties. Now, Chicago being a tier one, that means that 75% will be non-FSA. Uh, we can expect 25% to obviously be FSA. And from what I remember of Manhattan, that is pretty sparse for FSA FSA buyers. That there will be, there will be available, but it's not going to be anything like we've seen if you haven't been here for the since Manhattan was released because since then we've had nothing but twos and threes so it'll yeah well and it'll be interesting because I think like uh wasn't wasn't Harlem a lot of FSA so it'll be interesting to see like I'll be looking for where the FSAs are as maybe a hint to what uh the potential big blue collection will be Right, right. And it's interesting, the, the differences in how they'll be releasing these compared to 
to, you know, the only other time they released a tier one in vanilla and we won't be seeing the bubbles this time. Um, I, I still firmly believe that had we documented what was in each bubble, we could reverse engineer the thinking as to why those were decided on. I, I believe there were there was even distribution of the highly desirable collection properties in each bubble. I know that not everybody agrees with me because there was one that was, you know, a quote unquote crap bubble. Um, <laughs> crap bubble. <laughs> but funny. it'll be it'll be different and interesting to see how these 50% go. Is it going to just be random or which I, I would guess, cause we've seen this 50% deal before and it's a ton of properties. Chicago is huge. Have you seen what it looks like on the map team out? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm curious what your plans are and maybe I don't want to, I don't want to put you on the spot. I mean, everyone has access to the map, <laughs> but little Italy. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, you, I don't know what UIC is. I mean, it sounds like something you need an ointment for, but, uh, I believe in anybody in the audience, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a un university something, right. And they overlap each other. University of Illinois, Chicago. Correct. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a unit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And there's some, there's some overlap there apparently. Um, but it's super cool to see a little Italy neighborhood on the upland map with unminted properties and getting ready to be released. Uh, right. Yeah. Cause I mean, that was a big, like, I remember that was probably the most exciting thing about Manhattan for me is grabbing a couple in little Italy yeah, uh, before like the rest of the chaos took over. And uh, then, you know, I think as a, as a nod um, very much to you and your following, like that was one of the first ones that was released um as officially announced as right yeah little italy which was super cool so do you do think they? little italy chicago is it a collection do they i that's a great yeah that's a great question i i don't know i i feel like it's going to be one of the, the quickest neighborhoods to sell out regardless we know that manhattan was an exclusive and that was just pure dumb luck on, on my account I, you know I, I had no idea you know, i was scoot, scooping up those 40 or whatever um will the upland team I, you know i i don't know i'll have to look at the um we can't see the parcels yet and uh, okay i wanted to i was like i was curious i was like i don't see any parcels yet but right and i haven't been to landgrid.com i know i know you can go to landgrid and and scope it out because that is where upland pulls their data as far as like the geometric shapes of the properties comes in from that um that source so you could technically go go look and start counting them up it's not always a one for one there is some discrepancy but uh for the most part that's where they that's where they get all of their their property data from between that and the third party source that comes packaged with Mapbox that gives you the labels and the neighborhood borderlines and, and all of that um, so I think it really depends on how many parcels there are, because if it's too few and it's not a high scale of enough area, then what that doesn't really leave you much latitude for a potential collection. You would have to go rare or something. And I just I don't know if it doesn't make sense. Stop the L.I. hype train. OK, yes. And we're done. We're, there is no. 
I haven't done enough collection speculation homework yet. That's what I'll be doing after the show tonight. Um, I I know that we had like months, right? right. Yeah. We were, we were, you know, suckling at the teeth of that. And they were just like drip feeding us bubbles and shit. Like it was, it was painful. Like by the end, you almost had like collection blue balls. You're like, damn, just tell me what they are. Like, so on this time it's like oh chicago oh and it's gonna be out next week and you're like oh man it's so much wait and then i got bakersfield then we got these auctions and we got an airport you're like holy crap this is awesome it's there's a lot going on which is great we're we're seeing you know huge numbers of of new players there's new money coming in um i mean i i think it's an exciting time uh to be to be in yeah, absolutely. I know that those who did their homework last time we had Vanilla City were the ones who really, really did well. Um, players like MG and, and, and Green Turtle and Sturz Merlin, um, e- even B-Dag, our, our co-host, uh, A killed it with Houston Street and, and a few others. So I yeah. would suggest to anybody out there who wants to really take a swing for the fences just do you do your homework and you'll probably do really well and maybe end up with some ultra rares yeah i mean that's that's the dream right because you can excuse me you can flip those you know for for good money for sure again not four or five i don't it's a tier one city so to me there's a big difference in an ultra rare tier one versus a rare and a tier two or three like to me it's it's very big difference and i feel like uh you know we're seeing some of these prices i'm curious what the sale through on some of these um you know rare um uh, second tier and third tier cities are actually selling for if the if the throughput is justifying it or people are just thinking they do um but yeah i haven't i haven't pulled the numbers myself paulina I don't know what. Uh, so wave two is going to be on. So they split it up with two different time zones to accommodate our global uh, player base. The second wave will be the sixth, which is Sunday, and it'll be at 10 p.m., not not 10 a.m. like the first one. Uh, and that'll be Pacific time, and they will release the remaining 50% of the properties at that time again in vanilla mode. It's going to be really interesting to see how long non-FSA stay mintable. Obviously, anything I feel like that's under 20K is, is going to go pretty quick, and, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if come Monday morning the, the floor on Unminted has already surpassed 20K. Really? I, that's that's saying a lot, but man, that's they, like, they, I mean, they've it's devoured... Of thousands of properties. I don't, I don't know if it'll be that... I think it'll be what two hundred thousand. You think? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's a, that's a great. Figure, I look at land grid. Yeah, like I figure if it's let's say it's two hundred thousand, which means it's a hundred and fifty thousand, five thousand. No, five thousand's not. A, it's it, it's going to be. It's it's going to be a huge number. It's going to be a six digit number. I can't. 
it's hard for me to fathom that it would sell out that quick. But I think that that's going to be a really big um, litmus test. No, yeah, okay. it is. So in the audience, we have Dr. Nobody says 5,000, and uh, Miles is like 1.2. I can tell you right now, <laughs> it's between those two numbers. Yes, most certainly. It will be between these <laughs> two completely wrong numbers. But yes, um, I think I'd be, I mean, Manhattan did, did sell out like, if you look at like the the sellout curves, right? Like Manhattan was like whoop, like it, it, it sold out. I mean, Dizzy bought up half the damn city himself, and uh, then the other ones came in and gobbled it up. San Francisco had it slow, and then uh, you know our, our boys, um, Snake and um, and Venom came in, whoosh, yeah. took, took the rest of that, took us home on San Francisco. There's a lot of money, but, you know, there's been some second and third tier cities out. People sunk their teeth into that. I think they're still trying to get some of their money, like, to get liquid. So Right. I actually, I take that back. I'm, I'm looking at the sizes of the parcels now, and there's no way. The, the floor might rise to maybe 4 or 5K. That's probably about it. Okay. okay By good. Monday. There, there's there's going to be a ton of... A ton of properties. What's your estimate? Uh, N thirty six C says uh, six hundred and five thousand. Seems like a lot. Oh, and he's got references. He's he's linked to Discord. Oh, look if at that! that if that's a true number. That's insane. Because that's like yeah, it is. That's three times San Francisco. I think you gotta like open it. It's it's like got me to the web thing. I can't be bothered. I'll assume... Oh, somebody went in and they pulled it. Look at them. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. 605,000. Well, I think that'll satiate. Because the thing is, like, at a certain point, you just, hopefully you get full. You're like, fuck, I can't eat any more of these damn properties. Right, yeah. Now that taco cat from Bits, I could I could eat some more of those. Looks delicious. Actually, looks like a fish taco. You ever put, like, fish sticks on a taco? Real popular in California. That's what that... Your cat kind of makes me hungry. Think of anyway. Anyway, so that, that wasn't on the script. I'm gonna speaking of the script. I'm gonna go ahead and try to blaze through it because we do have a guest, and I would like to hear from them uh, some more about uh, collection speculation because I I know uh, Brett Gerber is an expert in the field. So let me just cover quickly what I have here and then we'll go ahead and bring them on. So we also revealed the Brooklyn police station winners, which is an ultra rare property in, in Brooklyn, uh, zebra SV panorama double zero and doe and Chen were the three winners. And the secondary market floors, like I, I like to keep up with this and make sure that our audience is uh, hearing these numbers just so they have an idea. Um, and if you don't know how to look, what you would do is you would zoom out and make sure you have the, the borders of the city or whatever area you're trying to see uh, completely in your view. And then you click the little building button in the bottom right, which will open up the properties nearby window. And that will show you that it wasn't it broken for a while. And it was broken for a while. And we had to ask for them to fix it. Um, and, and they did fix it. And they did fix it. Holy crap. It did is. someone get them to remove the damn token so I can see my face? <laughs> um, the top floor in all of Upland is Manhattan, 
where the USD floor is $30, the UPEX is 36.4, followed by San Francisco at $13 USD or 13.5K UPEX. That's that's nuts, man. And I mean, Manhattan's nuts. That seems so cheap. Yeah, just these floors, from what I I remember, that's that's just ridiculous. From where we started to now, like that's the minimum buy-in for Manhattan. That's the minimum buy-in for San Fran. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. It is it is a far cry from the one to two thousand. It was used to be like three when I started. Three three yeah. K was the floor. Um, Oakland is at $5 USD, 6K UPEX. Brooklyn at uh, right about $5, um, both in USD and UPEX. Fresno, uh, 470 USD, 5K in UPEX. Staten Island, there is no properties for sale for USD. So all the fiat out beta testers out there, Go pick that up. Nobody's selling for USD in Staten Island. Uh, if you don't do it, I will. Uh, 4.3K UPEX is the floor there. And Bakersfield at $4.20 USD and 4.5K UPEX. I'll be honest. like I'm surprised. I might actually go buy some San Francisco, which <laughs> yeah. is ironic. Yeah. I've been selling it, but like... I mean, all, I sold all mine at fifteen thousand. Like I had a bunch, and I couldn't dig them down fast enough. They were selling like fifteen, so that floor has dropped a bit um, from where it was. So I'm kind of curious now. I might go scoop up some of that because that seems cheap. Thirteen thousand to get in to San Francisco. I'm curious where they are. Oh, DJ Shorts dropped the floor yesterday. Try everyone's trying to get. Ah, yeah, that's a good point. This was a good. A data point to 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 look at also knowing that knowing that chicago is re- releasing and yeah they're making a good point in our audience here saying that people are trying to get liquid for chicago tomorrow so we'll probably see some fire sales between now and and 9 a 9 a.m 10 a.m uh by the time you're hearing this it'll likely be too late but anybody on in the audience yeah keep your eyes out for yeah them bargains I'm not a gambling man and I haven't done enough research on Chicago. So I am looking for fire sales. Like I'm very interested. I might go pick up some of these cheap San Francisco properties because I know <laughs> that they're going to retain their value. Like you can go, you can go buy a bunch of random Chicago stuff. There's if there's 600,000 properties in Chicago, you ain't yeah, moving the nuts. floor anytime soon. Like, that's more properties than probably all of the other cities combined. I would have to imagine, actually. Yeah, it's getting up there. I know that we've talked about them, um, BDAG and I, and for some reason, like three, 250, 300 is coming to mind for San Francisco. And I'm not sure about Manhattan. No, I thought it was only 156,000. In San Fran? Yeah, I don't. I, that could be wrong. That maybe be I'm wrong. confusing it. I'll have to look back at my notes. But to say that Chicago encompasses more than just one or two cities in all of Upland was not an understatement. It's probably closer to three or four. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, so I mean, it's this is the big one. I think that you know, and hopefully they can now 
refocus on you know property development and feature releasing but here's the other thing like now i don't know if chicago's because you got to keep in mind this is chicago is going to be vanilla mode so like property development will be in property development and businesses will be in san francisco area first then new york second now i don't know they haven't said if like they're going to do new york and chicago at the same time for all my people in New York, I hope they don't. I hope that New York gets its own trickle release that they do wave two of property development yeah. businesses in New York and then Chicago. Like I would like to see everything as a stagger. Like they get property development, Chicago gets uh, treasure hunts and then New York gets businesses, then they get property development. Like I hope it's like one cycle behind um, I think that's only fair for the people who have been sitting on Manhattan now for a while, but wow. Okay. So, and, and 36 C you are, yeah, you are he's on point. Crushing it. So he says all of Upland right now, seven, 873,000 properties. So yeah, Chicago almost doubles the available property and 75% is going to be non FSA. So right. There's going to be a lot of opportunity um to pick up properties and i'll be honest oh eric's out brother thanks for jumping in oh you're just saying oh you just say peace you can't wave <laughs> you're on video we can see you you're interrupting everything now but uh i don't know i i'm probably you know how skeptical i was of manhattan and i'll be honest i've had to you know eat a little bit of a crow on that one it's turned out it's been a solid investment everyone who's there I think I've made really good money off my my properties there. I am worried about Chicago though. I'm not I'm going to go buy some more San Francisco. I might go buy some more Manhattan. I might go buy some more collections that people are fire sailing and just it's, it's too many properties. Even yeah, your rare man. collections are going to have like 100 like 200 400 properties in it. Like yeah, I don't know. For sure um Brett, are you still with us in the audience? No, he just took a nap. He, I saw him. He was like falling asleep on his couch. Oh, you got beers with Brett here. Ah, beers with Brett. Brett Gerber, man. Sorry to keep you waiting. Uh, how the heck are you, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for joining Thanks us for joining tonight. Guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, what are your plans for Chicago tomorrow? Do you have any tips for our listeners and what would be your one piece of advice that you would give a new player starting off in a vanilla city? Well, first off, uh, I think everybody's cramming for Chicago. So it's like going back to college or school. Or right. Whatever. So, you know, we're all going to be jumping off this tonight, probably up until the wee hours in the morning. But if I was a new player um, and you know where, you know, Chicago well, or you did your, research then uh yeah go ahead and try to buy some of those properties that are a little bit probably more expensive probably in uh you know the most glaring obvious uh area that i think is going to be a collection and probably a very high one is magnificent mile yeah it's known worldwide it's uh very small it's right there on michigan avenue um, I, I don't know if anybody's been to Chicago because we have people from all over the world. I've been there a few times. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just a big shopping district, kind of like fifth Ave. 
uh, and uh, the, the high-end side. So, uh, but for new players, buy low, flip. Yeah, man. I mean, at the, at the beginning of the game when I started uh, back in December of 2019, and that's uh, uh, thank Heather later here. I mean, well, I'll thank Heather. Yeah, later I'm here. sorry. I didn't this introduce your, 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 your guest, our second guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Heather. Hi. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining. Yeah, so Heather and I are neighbors, so I thought we'd uh, it'd be good to if we both joined and a little surprise on on your side there. So yeah, but uh, when we first started out, uh, thank me later here and myself were kind of neck and neck going for the most properties in the game, and it was around. We're kind of happy to reach five hundred, and that was back when you can. There are still Market Street properties for like 160,000. We're like, and I'm thinking, oh man, I don't know. Should I get one? And now it'd be like the dumbest thing ever not to buy it. So, yeah, we've, we've come a long way uh, uh, over that time period. And uh, the best thing for these big, these big cities like New York and Chicago, and hopefully someday LA. Uh, is to open in vanilla mode because it really puts more of an educational gaming strategy to it to where uh, I thought New York was awesome. It was a pain in the ass at the beginning. Everybody complained, but at the end, you kind of, and when they started releasing collections and I had over 50 Park Avs, I was a little happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. The yeah. Park Avs are, are, that's such a score for you. Yeah. And you know how many I have now? How many? Three. Get out of here. <laughs> Are you serious? Dirty dog. I have three, and New York probably boosted me $20 million. Wow, man. That's what's up. So Just a quick background. Because you guys, like, for those who don't know, you guys are in Costa Rica, right? Yes. Yeah, Costa Rica. Excellent. And we do speak Spanish down here. Costa Rica, and uh, Franklin correctly called it out, Last week, um, Too Stupid was trying your hot sauces. Yeah. We, yeah I'm sure we mispronounced right. every single one. And also, I'm not hurt at all that you didn't send me any, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not I'm not offended. I'm pretty sure you said you didn't like hot sauces. Isn't that correct? Oh, no. But it would be hilarious to watch me try them because I have, like, very low, like, heat tolerance. So I would be dying, I'm yeah. sure. He was just taking them with a spoon like a psychopath. But. Yeah, it's, it's uh, each one is made for a, a different type of food, and of course, they're different uh, heat temperatures as well, so different on the Scoville scale. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so, so 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 you're gonna be buying low. I mean, that's true. You can't you can't go wrong minting at the floor. <laughs> you just can't. Like no. Like it'll always be the cheapest and you can always flip the cheapest things in a city. And and that's right. And, you know, T Davis, you're ripping off those uh, numbers in the other cities, what the floors are and everything. And it might be 30,000 going into New York at the floor or 40,000. But when I'm buying something or selling something, I'm always looking at the markup because 30,000 could have cost the person right. know, in Harlem 1,000. Sure. I'm looking at markup. There's a lot of different variables there to where when you're buying second hand, uh, yeah, you, you just want to be careful. 
because you buy 30,000, next thing you know, your yield is based off of 2,000. Right. And you end up like, well, fuck. Well, yeah. I think we need a city, too. <laughs> had to too. drop that one for you. <laughs> but I, I think we need a city, too, where people can go in and buy. I'm right. telling you, like, I'm so yeah. excited for tomorrow because I dealt with Brooklyn. I dealt with Staten Island. I dealt with Oakland. I went and tried every single time. And even last week, and I'm, like, hitting, I'm, bye-bye. And it's right. like, oh, yeah, you got it. No, no, you didn't. And yeah. I want to go spend money. And I think there's a lot of players in the game who have been just flipping and they need, they need to go spend their money. Oh yeah. So I, I want properties available to, to I'll yeah. buy anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, I mean, are you, so is that it? You're just going to literally mint anything you can or what's your strategy, Heather? Well, I I like buying all the literally tomorrow morning because of what's happened over the last month and a half. I literally am just going to be happy to get anything, you know, <laughs> to buy anything. So like going in as a strategy, but I also am going to try to go hit first. I'll go to try hit those more popular areas. But for me, I don't care so much about the collection because I've just sold so much and flip so much that everything sells so if i'm consistently doing 3x i don't care about the collection so much you know all like you said the coins just cover up my face you know (laughs) cover up my beautiful flower so for me for me it's just you know new york was just i think we all did great with with new york if we got in there and it was just flip it, you know, get your collection and then hang on to a couple that, you know, you want a sentimental value and then just flip it, flip it and keep flipping it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because of the volume, because to me and now granted, I don't I don't play as much of the flipping game as some other players, because like I'll get I like. When I go and buy a collection, I literally go, I need, what, three, four? I just buy what I need for a collection, and then I stop. And maybe I'll buy one or two extras for, like, to cover a friend if they need it. Um, and I don't really, like, I haven't done a lot of the the bottom-end flipping, which is interesting to hear, like, the the two, three X. Maybe I'll, I'll try that out for this release. But I am curious, given the volume that we're going to see, how long it's going to actually take to see secondhand market sales really pick up. But see, I thought I was going to be in Manhattan for a year before things started to move. Right. That's true. And and look look at what happened. And I really think that there's so, like there's a couple people that have gotten involved, you know, because they know Brett and I, and they've actually become a little frustrated. Like, they're like, can you just buy my properties? Like, this just isn't fun. You know, so there's just been this lag, you know, growing pains. It's all, it's, you know, just a part of building something new. But I think some of these players need a win. Like, that Discord is vicious. Oh, it is just yeah. vicious in there. Like, you you need a metal, yeah. like, for uh, those moderators man. Chill. like every time i get in there i'm just like i say like through and then i like just so much negative i'm like i'm out man i can't deal with this negative i don't need this negativity in my life you guys need to chill 
Like, fuck. So much negativity. So Brett and I are like, oh my God. We like we like all these problems because it just means that this game is like just blowing up. Yeah. You know? So that's right. Okay, okay. So so we know six hundred thousand property. How long till non FSA sells out? And we'll say I'll even give you a non FSA below a million. So how long until you can't mint anything fresh? non-FSA for under a million in Chicago. Poison says, Poison says five to seven days, era, <laughs> can you just make your name Bob or something? Why is it going to be so complicated? This is Monday, Robin Sparkles. Oh, dude, I just When's finished watching. When's the next stimulus check come out? When's the next stimulus <laughs> <laughs> Then I'll have a better timeline, right? <laughs> it all like depends it. on Bitcoin's price. <laughs> That's true. Each That's wave true. sells out that same day. Wow. I see this is what I, I'm feeling what this audience is, is is saying here. The the demand for minting properties is insane. It it, it just has been. I, I know that, that we haven't gotten something this big yet. Right. We've gotten these tier twos and tier threes with these minimal yeah. amounts that sell out in an hour. It'll be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting to watch and to see how long it in fact takes. I know, like in jest, I said a week. I, I don't know if I believe that. I hope not because then, like, that's a problem. If, if... <laughs> no, because if it sells out in a week, the Upland team, first of all, is going to shit themselves. Because yeah. There's no way they're expecting it to sell it that quick. Right. Like, they're like, all right, we're going to give them 600,000 properties. They can get off our fucking backs for a minute. And if you guys go buy them out in a week or heaven forbid somebody like Monday, like <laughs> what? Well, hey, by the way, this isn't a cheap city either. This is tier one. It's gonna right. be New York prices or maybe a little oh bit lower. God. Yeah, so there should be, be a lot of lot of dough. Yeah, a yeah. lot of six digit properties, undoubtedly. Yeah. Dizzy says, hold my llama. <laughs> so <laughs> like I I mean I watched Dizzy go on his but okay Dizzy what you bought two or three thousand there would need to be twenty Dizzies with insane and it would have to be twenty Harlem's there ain't gonna be twenty Harlem's so like I don't think six hundred thousand's a ton of fucking properties I don't know though we do have a South Side in Chicago that's probably very close to Harlem South Side yeah. yeah. Hold my llama. <laughs> like log into Upland like a year ago and like, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy six properties. And then like right. you know, six for, hours later, like, oh, I'll go buy some more. For three thousand each. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh there was a point where I'm like, I don't even wanna sell. I was gonna hold on these things. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't get rid of these yet, you know. And then they announced Manhattan and I'm like, sell, sell, sell. I'm out of this like I'm out of this West Coast. Oh man, yeah, dude, this it's it's gonna be so interesting. I hope, I hope it takes at least a month. But I wouldn't be mad if it sold out in a week because I think that that would speak volumes. Yeah, it would of of the anticipation. I mean, myself, I was sitting on like a week ago. I had 10 million upx just sitting from sales and interest. Like actually, like I was like, I don't have anything to fucking buy. I bought, I spent a couple million on California Avenue when it got released. Um, but I, 
And then I was going to grab, I thought to myself, because I'd been at the other terminal releases where it took like a week to sell. So literally, I remember I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah, probably I'll try and pick up like two, two, three, maybe four terminals just to hold them. Hell no, you couldn't get one. Like, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting, uh, I guess. All right, Brett, Brett and Heather, I'm going to name a street or neighborhood, and I want you to say collection or not a collection. Okay. All right. First one, Michigan Avenue. Collection, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Hold um, on, I gotta take notes. I gotta get my notepad. I'm not yeah. quite sure I want to answer these questions. Yeah. All right. How about how about Rush Street? Rush Street. I'm no comment. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. It's of no interest. No. Yeah. No uh, collection. No collection. Thousand percent. Yeah. 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 State. No state nobody Street. Nobody go to Rush Street. <laughs> nobody. Uh, state Street. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Lakeshore. Lakeshore Drive. What? Hold on Wait. a second. Let Let me answer what the what the uh, what the what oh, the he, bonus. Oh, he's gonna like baby Ruth this. Oh yeah, okay. Rust Street, two point two. Yeah. Time. Yeah, it, uh, rare. Rare. Yeah, that's uh, what I would think too. Point two four is about rare, right? So. Yeah. I think Lakeshore Drive for sure. What color? For sure. Uh, purple. Purple. Purple on the on the Lakeshore. That winds quite a ways. Swans. Yeah. And it's waterfront. Yeah. Waterfront is always. Yeah. Yeah. Waterfront's always a good investment. All right. By Northwestern. Who's the smart guy out there? Is Northwestern University in the, in the. Uh, N63, I think was who they're talking about being a smart one out there. And where is Northwestern? It's in the Northern part. On the lake. I mean, uh, and on, and this is this is one, and I'll give it to everybody here. Like, while everyone's out looking for you know collections, things like that, you know where you'll be finding me is scoping out anywhere. If they do the like, the landmarks like they did in New York, where they mark them all, and you know where there's going to be landmarks, go buy up everything around the damn landmark. Yes, I can't tell you how long the front of the UN building was unminted. <laughs> like no. there was. Big ass buildings there. So there's a landmark in in uh, Greenwich Village, and it's called Washington Square. I uh-huh. have 16 properties. Yeah, in Washington. yeah, yeah. Like those to me, like that's that's a great niche market. Like that people often forget about until after like they're like, okay, I got to get these collections. Got to get these collections. And I was like, what what do I go to next? Like honestly, like if you. Like you can't go wrong minting near a landmark. They, you're always going to be able to get a strong markup, and if not, it's great because whoever buys that is going to develop it and do something really cool with it. You're going to have a property at the front row of that. So always, always a good investment, in my opinion. There's a lot of cool hotels too in Chicago. That's true. You know, Man, I've actually spent a quite a bit of time tower, now. Now something else. Yeah. I think it's called something else now. Yeah, now it's it called, is. It's called we... the Sears Outlet Tower now. <laughs> <laughs> Sears. 
Sears clearance. It's the Sears clearance tower now. Sears bankrupt. Okay. All right. Let's do a couple more here, uh, Brett. What do you think about Lincoln Park? Where we land tomorrow? Lincoln Park. So I don't. I thought it might be, but now that we're starting there, absolutely not. Definitely not a collection. Really? You think absolutely not because we're starting there? They're not going to drop you into into a collection. He and I disagree on that because Mm. I think it's a freebie. Yep. Yeah. I think it's uh, a a purple. I think it's got to be purple. One point one, whatever. One point. Half of us are already going to be dispersed because we had to get over there first. Right. So now we won't even be near Lincoln Park. Yeah. I'd be really surprised if Lincoln Park wasn't a collection, honestly. Streeterville. (laughs) That's not a fucking Uh, place. Streeterville? Yeah. Neighborhood. That's the dumbest. Yeah, it will be in a collection. It's called City Pro. (laughs) <laughs> or the Chicago one. I like that answer. But yeah. Streeterville. What, what about street? Hyde Park? Ooh, that sounds fancy. I think that's going to be one of those that it's like really popular and then they just forget it. Right. You mean like Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. I or have- Greenwich Village. Yeah. There were a few in Manhattan that I feel like they really missed the mark on, but. You know, uh, I'll I'll be curious to see if there's any 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 trail of uh, you know evidence of where where they got their their information from, like they did with Manhattan neighborhoods. That I'm convinced that they pulled four of the neighborhoods directly from the Wikipedia article. Um, that being Little Italy, Soho, Tribeca and Upper East Side. I know that they did reference um, several media uh, online articles um, for the theaters, which were somewhat controversial because I know that they left some out. Uh, The venues, um, the skyline, if you guys remember that, and what a mess that was. Uh, What do you think some of the venues will be in Chicago based on what they picked for Manhattan, if they were to follow that same, that same guideline. Man, that is something that I have not even thought about. Right. I mean, do you think that there, cause there was a bunch that we said they'll never duplicate, but they seem to have no problem duplicating collections now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a Fulton street in Chicago. <laughs> right. Do we think fifth Ave in, 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 Right, Broadway, and what about museums? We know that they left museums encrypted on the chain in Manhattan. Uh, we have San Francisco museums that we know for a fact are collections. Wait, 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 what? They left them encrypted? I didn't hear that. Yeah, correct. So there is a list of properties that are encrypted with all of the other collection you know, that when they when they put them on the chain. Yeah. But and, and they're gonna just sit there just in case they decide to do a multi-city collection, and then at that point they'll reveal them. So it's obvious that San Francisco's museums will be part of that collection. I mean, I think that makes the most sense. They will then take the uh, 
encrypted Manhattan museums? And will we be looking at uh, encrypted Chicago museums as mm. well? And I would think it would be a, a yeah, absolutely. Buy museums un undoubtedly. Nice. What about like uh, the, I mean, theaters? I mean, I guess like Chicago. What's Chicago known for? Windy City. Comedy? Comedy? Yeah, yeah that's well, true. Guys from Saturday Night Live back in the day came from. And yeah. jazz, too. I bet they throw in some jazz ven venue. Oh. Uh, Heather. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, uh oh, no more beer for. Well, now keep in mind that this probably won't air until after it's too late. I don't know. T Davis, are you out oh. right now? Is this live? Is this not live? Uh, well, we're going to edit this and it, we're live for the audience that is on the uh, the Zoom call now. But <laughs> so edit everything we just talked about the last 10 minutes. You and got it. it on the blockchain and release it about an hour after it's open. Right. Yeah, just be a little late tomorrow. Grab the jazz clubs. That means you got to Google jazz clubs. What about, what do you guys think of Chinatown in, in Lower West Side? Mm, no thought on it, actually. Yeah, Chinatown's an interesting one because it doesn't look like it's a very large neighborhood. Chicago has some more other ethnic neighborhoods, too, that they might try to sprinkle in like believe, believe it or not it has a big middle eastern right little it little india is what i was reading not not too long ago i think yeah pack, like pakistan there's a huge pakistan contingent there so you know you know in the world of political correctness right um uh they might try to throw you know some of those other neighbor neighborhoods sure they're not really that well known right yeah Let's see here. Yeah, I was gonna make a really inappropriate joke, but we have an old town also. That's interesting if we are talking about multi city collections, right? Yeah, I don't think they're that savvy yet. No, you, you left one out, T Davis. Yeah. What's that? Left one out. Yeah. That's Wrigleyville. Yeah. West Wrigleyville. Yeah. Or go, go find this really small little section. Like Sheffield, which is right there yeah. next to um, Lincoln Park. So, you know, Boys Town? You're going to be up in Boys Town? You know what? That, that's... Heather's going to be in Boys Town <laughs> all day. <laughs> uh oh. There's a bunch of, I like the little tiny, like they're, they're kind of interesting to me. Um, I like the little the little niche neighborhoods. Uh, what's it? Printer's Row? Like, come on. Yeah, we have a Fulton in Chicago also. That's interesting. Oh. <laughs> Boring. And there has to be a Broadway, right? I don't you know this. Think. Yeah, I was thinking. Where's like downtown? I'm going to go, like, buy some office buildings. What about, like, skyscrapers? you think they could do skyscrapers again or no? I think they could. I don't know that Chicago's, other than what we mentioned, the Sears Tower, they're very well known. Not really known. Speakeasies with the phone. Yeah. 
Ooh, a gangster's That's thing. what I think of when I think of Chicago history. That's true. It's Capone and Speakeasy. I think they'll definitely do like some type of event with with that stuff in it. You know, like that they've done in in the past. Yeah. 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 Ooh, and there's an Austin neighborhood. I like it. I like that they just call one near South Side. Wow. Like great great neighborhood name. Yeah, we're oh yeah, near South Side. The loop loop is downtown. Is that what I'm hearing? Okay. L. Yep. So the L will definitely be something. Excellent. The train. Yeah. All right. Uh Brett and Heather, we are nearing the one hour mark. Do you have anything for our audience before we wrap it up? Well, you know, T. Davis, I've, I've really prepared for one of your questions. Oh. And you didn't ask it. Which was? I'm pretty sure you always ask everybody if you were an Upland guy for the day. Oh, yeah. Way to drop the ball. That's the one thing we ask all the people. If you were an Upland. If, yeah. you, if you were in charge of Upland for the day. Yeah. What would you do? What would you do? My apologies. You ruined my answer like three times already. <laughs> damn coins. Um, and stop yeah. covering up my block explorer. They're worth zero. Whoa. They're worth they're not all be NFTs. of the E-Pin. It's worth all the E-Pin. Yeah, I would agree. It's circles with a number in the middle of it around it. And show the beautiful skull and cones. Right. That's it- true. If Beautiful. I'm not mistaken, somebody who has collected, I think, all of the purple ones now, I believe they're starting to get cut off. Like, it's reaching, like, <laughs> right? And that's gonna, yeah. that's it. it. Like, once they hit those purple ones in Chicago or the next city, you're not going to even know that they're there because it's yeah. reached its, you know, its limits. Right. So they'll need to do something on that on that soon. What would you propose? Just get rid of it completely? No, no, no. I'd put it kind of like the early uh, dark country uh, NFTs where they have the numbers in the round. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Circles in a different each color and then just put the number in there of how many you have. And that pretty much solves it. But and it still keeps it on the front. Uh, but, I, you know, we all love our block explorers, especially those that are right. The, uh, the the one of one NFTs for it and, and have cards and stuff. So, um, you know, you want to see it. You want right. To I would agree. The audience yeah. is suggesting that they make it optional, like with the enhanced graphics, toggle yeah, it on and off. Well, yeah. 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 Somebody did a mock-up of one that had it like, it almost like a pie chart around with like the little segments that looked pretty cool. I liked that. Um, yeah, I would move all those little white logos. I think uh, the badges you know, have like four or five of them. I just put yeah. those in the assets. Uh, yeah, I think I have like six or seven. Not all of mine fit on my well, block explorer. Yeah, they, they don't all fit up there, so put them sure. right where they're supposed to be under your profile. Yeah, right, I, I, agree. I would like to, I'd like to be able to like toggle visibility on those so like you could put different ones up. I, there definitely needs to be a ridiculous amount more customizations for your block explorer in all honesty like accessories backgrounds like just deck it out like you could make an entire game 
I know several games. My ex-wife used to spend a ton decorating these little princess things. I don't even understand how she spent thousands on it, but that shit happens. And then there was like contests, all kinds of nonsense. So yeah, you could do it. Do it up, Len. Eric P. Martin suggested moving the chips to the background. That would that would work Ooh, too. That could be kind of dope. Yeah, that would like a layered look, and you just like boom, check it on my chips. Uh, yeah, awesome. Speaking of chips, oh, speaking of. <laughs> All right, uh, thank me later. Do you have anything for our audience before we let them go? No, thanks for uh, spending this time. Thank you to our live audience. If I didn't call you out, Mahustle, Mixplay, Dizzy, NC, Prop, Dr. Prophet. We have two doctors in the house. Dr. Nobody, Husky B, Poison, Mindex, Sturge, Franklin, NFT, Crazy, Chris, New 2T, King Phantom, and Robin Sparkles. Love it. Um, <laughs> Chica. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Brett, Heather, thank you so much for being our guests this evening. We truly appreciate it. Good, good, good luck, everybody, tomorrow. Yes, good luck tomorrow, and we will see you soon. Oh, oh. Yep, cheers. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.